Today is the 14th day of September 2022 and welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa and it's just wonderful to be here with you today to read the one-year Bible in the King James Version. It's nice to gather every single day and do this and take our steps forward together because we're doing it in unity. We're going together through the scripture verse by verse and I'm just so thankful for a group of people that love the Word of God, and love to go through the Word of God together. Today, as we take our step forward, we are going to be continuing in the book of Isaiah, and we are going to start a brand new book, and that book is the book of Galatians. And we know in um, Galatia, which was uh, where Paul was writing to, there were five churches, at least five churches that we know of, and he was writing to all of these churches, and he was writing to them because he had heard that they were, there was being preached another gospel, and he's going to start giving them some foundations, and we're going to hear of these foundations, and as we read the this book together over the next little while. So let's just get into the word and see what God has for us, because Paul was writing to the church of Galatia as the Holy Spirit led him, but these are words for us too. He's writing for us too, because there's many people that are hearing another gospel, and we need to hear, and we need to preach the one true gospel. So let's get into this word and see what Paul has to say to us today, and what, well, really what God has to say to us through Paul God, we just come before you and we thank you for your word, God, and we thank you for this opportunity to sit before it and for you to teach us. Holy Ghost, we just ask you to teach us your word. Show us what you would have for us to take from this today. Anoint our ears to hear it all, and we'll give you the glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Isaiah 15, 1 through eighteen seven. The burden of Moab, because in the night Ar of Moab is laid waste and brought to silence, because in the night Ker of Moab is laid waste and brought to silence. He has gone to Bejeth and to Dibon, the high place, to weep. Moab shall howl over Nebo and over Mediba. On all their heads shall be baldness and every beard cut off. In their streets they shall gird themselves with sackcloths on the top of their houses, and in their streets everyone shall howl, weeping abundantly. And Heshbon shall cry, and Elalel, their voice, shall be heard in, even unto Jahaz. Therefore the armed soldiers of Moab shall cry out, his life shall be grievous unto him. My heart shall cry out for Moab, his fugitives shall flee over Zor, and Hefer up three years old. For by the mounting up of Luhith, with weeping shall they go it up. For in the way of Horonam they shall raise up a cry of destruction, for the waters of Nimrim shall be desolate, for the hay is withered away, the grass faileth, there is no green thing. Therefore the abundance they have gotten, and that which they have laid up, shall they carry away to the brook of the willows. For the cry is gone round about the borders of Moab, the howling thereof unto Gilam, and the howling thereof unto Beer Elam. For the waters of Dimon shall be full of blood, for I will bring more upon Dimon lions upon him that escapeth of Moab, and upon the remnant of the land." Send ye the lamb to the ruler of the land, from Selah to the wilderness, unto the mount of the daughter of Zion. For it shall be that as a wandering bird cast out of the nest, so the daughters of Moab shall be at the fords of Arnon. Take counsel, execute judgment, make thy shadow as the night in the midst of the noonday. Hide the outcast, bewray not him that wandereth. 
Let mine outcast dwell with thee, Moab. Be thou a covert to them from the face of the spoiler, for the extortioner is at the end, and the spoiler ceases, and the oppressors are consumed out of the land. And in mercy shall the throne be established, and he shall sit upon it in truth, in the tabernacle of David, judging and seeking judgment, and hasting righteousness. We have heard of the pride of Moab. He is very proud even of his haughtiness and his pride and his wrath, but his lies shall not be so. Therefore shall Moab howl for Moab, every one shall howl, for the foundations of Kerharasheth shall be mourned. Surely they are stricken, for the fields of Heshbon language and the vine of Sibna, the lords of the heathen, have broken down the principles, plants thereof. They are come even unto Jazir. They wander through the wilderness. Her branches are stretched out. They are gone over the sea. Therefore I will be well with the weeping of Jazer, the vine of Sibna. I will water thee with my tears, O Heshbon and Elal, for the shouting of thy summer fruits, and for thy harvest is fallen. And the gladness is taken away, and joy out of the plentiful field. And in the vineyards there shall be no singing. Neither shall there be shouting. The treaders shall tread out no wine in their presses. I have made their vintage shouting to cease. Wherefore, my bowels shall sound like a harp for Moab and mine inward parts for Kir Haresh. And it shall come to pass when it is seen that Moab is weary on the high place, that he shall come to his sanctuary to pray, for he shall not prevail. This is the word that the Lord has spoken concerning Moab since that time. But now the Lord has spoken, saying, Within three years, as the years of the hireling, and the glory of Moab shall be contemned, with all the great multitude, and the remnant shall be very small and feeble. The burden of Damascus. Behold, Damascus is taken away from being a city, and it shall be a ruinous heap. The cities of Arar are forsaken. They shall be for flocks which shall lie down, and none shall make them afraid. The fortress also shall cease from Ephraim, and the kingdom from Damascus, and the remnant of Syria. They shall be as the glory of the children of Israel, saith the Lord of hosts. And in that day it shall come to pass that the glory of Jacob shall be made thin, and the fatness of his flesh shall wax lean. And it shall be as when the harvestman gathereth the corn, and reapeth the ears with the, his arm. And it shall be as he that gathereth ear in the valley of Rephraim. Yet gleaning grapes shall he be left in it, as the shaking of an olive tree, two and three berries in the top of the uppermost bough, four or five in the outer outmost fruitful branches thereof, saith the Lord God of Israel. At that day shall a man look to his maker, and his eyes shall have respect to the Holy One of Israel. And he shall not look to the altars, the work of his hands, neither shall respect that which his fingers have made, either the groves or the images. In that day shall the strong cities be as forsaken bough, and an uppermost branch, which they left because of the children of Israel, and there shall be a desolation, because thou hast forgotten the Lord." of thy salvation, and hast not been mindful of the rock of thy strength. Therefore shalt thou plant pleasant plants, and shalt set it with strange slips. And the day, that day thou shalt make thy plant to grow, and in the morning shalt thou make thy seed to flourish. But the harvest shall be a heap in the day of grief, and a desperate sorrow. Woe to the multitude of many people, which make a noise like the noise of seas, and to the rushing of nations that make a rushing like the rushing of mighty waters. The nations shall rush like the rushing of many waters, but God shall rebuke them. They shall flee far off, and shall be chased at the shaft 
as the chaff of the mountains before the wind, and like the rolling thing before the whirlwind. And behold, at eventide, trouble, and before the morning he is not. This is the portion of them that spoil us, and the lot of them that rob us. Woe to the land shadowing with wings, which is beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, that sendeth ambassadors by the sea, even in vessels of bulrushes upon the waters, saying, Go ye, swift messengers, to a nation scattered and peeled, to a people terrible from their beginning, hitherto a nation meted out and trodden down, whose lands the rivers have spoiled, all ye inhabitants of the world and dwellers of the earth, see ye, when he lifteth up an ensign on the mountain, and when he bloweth a trumpet, hear ye. For so the Lord said unto me, I will take my rest, and I will consider in my dwelling place like a clear heat upon herbs, and like a cloud of dew in the heat of harvest. For afore the harvest, when the bud is perfect, and the sour grape is ripening in the flower, he shall both cut off the sprigs with pruning hooks, and take away and cut down the branches. They shall be left together unto the fowls of the mountain, and to the beast of the earth, and the fowls shall summer upon them, and all the beasts of the earth shall winter upon them. In that time shall the present be brought unto the Lord of hosts of a people, scattered and peeled, and from a people terrible from their beginning hitherto, a nation meted out and trodden under foot, whose land the rivers have spoiled, to the place of the nation to the place of the name of the Lord of hosts, the Mount Zion. Galatians one one through twenty four. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But thou, though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which ye have, we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased man, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospels which are preached, preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For ye have heard of my com conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited the Jews' religion above many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, whom separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him 15 days. But other of the apostles saw I none, save James, the Lord's brother. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God, I lie not. 
Afterwards, I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia and was unknown by face into the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preacheth the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in me. Psalm 58, 1-11 To the chief musician, Altasheth Micham of David Do ye indeed speak righteousness, O congregation? Do ye judge uprightly, O ye sons of men? Yea, in heart ye work wickedness, ye weigh the violence of your hands in the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born, speaking lies. Their poison is like the poison of a serpent. They are like the deaf adder that stoppeth her ear, which will not hearken to the voice of the charmers, charming never so wisely. Break thy t- their teeth, O God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, O Lord. Let them melt away as waters which run continually when he bendeth his bow to shoot his arrows. Let them be as cut into pieces as a snail which melteth. Let every one of them pass away. Let the untimely birth of a woman that she may not see the sun before your pots can fill the thorns. He shall take them away as with a whirlwind, both living and in his wrath. The righteous shall rejoice when he seeth the vengeance. He shall wash his feet in the blood of the wicked, so that a man shall say, Verily, there is reward for the righteous. Verily, he is a God that judgeth in the earth. Proverbs twenty three twelve. Apply thine heart unto instruction, and thine ear to the words of knowledge. So today's reading, we started the book of Galatians, and we know that Paul wrote this letter, and he wrote it about 50 years after the birth of Jesus. He also wrote it in the Greek language. The people called Galatians lived in the part of the country that we call Turkey, but back then it was Galatia, and he started it with his usual greeting. He started with, he's praying for them, that they will have grace and peace, and such sweet words, but the sweet words did not continue they were his words to the Galatians were not gentle or loving words as he did in other letters because he was not pleased with them. Many of the people in Galatia had become Christians and some of them these people were Jews and before they became Christians they tried to obey all the laws of Moses and they tried to please God in that way. But now some of the Christian Jews want to go back to strict laws. They don't want to have um, an they they want to go back to what they knew, but the, even though they couldn't do it, they wanted to circumcise all Christian men, and they said that faith in God was not enough, and in that way, they were refusing the teaching that Paul was teaching them, and that is the reason Paul said that they are preaching a different gospel. This is a different gospel. It's not what I preached, and so in this chapter 1, that we read today, um, Paul said three really important things. He said that, number one, he is a true apostle. Number two, he said that his message was the only true message. And number three, he said that he got his message from Jesus himself. And so, go back and read it. If If you missed what it was about while we were reading it together, go back and read it again, knowing what I've just told you, and see what God does in your life 
in your heart and how he changes our heart in the because a lot of times we're like those Jews change comes and the things get easier and we want to go back to the hard stuff God we just come before you today in the name of Jesus and we thank you for your word God we thank you for your word that corrects us and tries to get us on that path as even as Paul was working for you to get the Galatians on that path I pray God that we each examine our lives Lord to see if our lives line up with your gospel or whether we are preaching through our lives a false gospel. I pray, God, that you would just show us, give us great conviction over it, God, because all we want to do is live holy, want to live holy lives, and we want to live pleasing to you and be obedient to you to share your gospel, the one true message. We'll give you the glory, honor, and praise for everything you do, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.